0: And now, join Kevin Hart as he dives into the minds of some of your favorite celebrities. This is Gold Mines with Kevin Hart.
1: Welcome, world. Welcome to Gold Mines. Oh, God, I'm excited. You know, there's days where I'm in a good mood, and then there's days where I'm in a great mood. But today... I'm going to take that good and great mood and I'm going to throw it into a fantastic mood. I don't know why. I think it's because I drank milk this morning, which means a growth spurt is on the way. Buckle up. I see five, six in my future. Buckle up. Welcome to Gold Mines, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what we do here? We get inside what? We get inside the minds of amazing people. Why? Because amazing minds they have. Minds full of Gems gems gold nuggets things that i feel you need more importantly things that i want and today's show will be no different oh my god what an amazing mind ladies and gentlemen this woman here well let's let's just go through what's going on uh i mean right now she was on a national tour of the wiz uh she's on a hot amazing television show that's that's lasted through the test of time and built one of the craziest fan bases ever real housewives of atlanta Oh, my God. Uh, Bedroom Candy, which is a home party lifestyle company uh, with the focus on intimate pleasure and wellness. By the way, I bought some shit off of there. Yeah, I did. All right. I ain't afraid to admit it. OK. Also, the old lady gang, which is uh restaurants that are based in Atlanta. She's got at three locations. What I love about this person is that they're multi hyphenate. And I've been talking to a lot of multi hyphenates, and that's people that have expanded their horizons based off of the will and want to succeed and simply doing things that they put their minds to. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Candy Burris to Gold Mines. What an introduction, Candy.
2: Well, hmm? thank you. That was a wonderful you, introduction. I appreciate you see it. See
1: that energy I put into that introduction right there? Lots of energy. Uh, Candy, before we get into yeah. the the conversation, uh, I've been made aware that you are coming up on 30 years. 30 years in the music industry. Is that true? Is that coming up or did it pass?
2: Yeah. Well, actually, we're in the 30 years right now. This Except is it. Our first album came out in the fall of 1993. 1993.
1: I mean, yeah. let's just take a second to stay here let's stay here for a quick second
0: 30 years
1: 30 years in the industry that you still have the ability to go back in and play at your leisure and at your luxury with the women that you started with I mean that's got to be an amazing feeling to stand the test of time still be able to do reunion shows tour shows special engagements um Mm -hmm. and see I got a show this weekend I mean it's it's kind of crazy like you're that's you're you're in the evergreen space of the business and I mean that's a want for so many the goal for so many is that you last through the test of time and that your music will live on forever and right now you're seeing that in real time have you guys tabled that talked about that at all as a group
2: No, you know, the funny thing was last night we were um, rehearsing or whatever, and we had did like this video because Escape Day in Atlanta is officially November 6th. Mm -hmm. And um, so we were just talking about like the fact that like, wow, like 30 years later, here we are like, you know, you never know where your life is going to take you. And I was just asking my girls, like, did y'all really think we would be at this place And our Mm -hmm. career headlining shows, doing all Mm -hmm. of that 30 years later, that's like a crazy thought when we just sit down and and really think about it compared to where we were when we first started, you know?
1: Well, how do you feel about music today, though? Right. Like when you when you think about the era and you go back to to, you know, the beginning years. Right. When we go back to 1993, you're talking about a different era of music. We're talking about a different level of love song, a different level of feeling and emotion that was attached to music. Um, What's your stance in today's time with, you know, the the artists that are in this category, right? Like when it comes to your R&B, your soul music, how do you feel about it?
0: More Gold Lines with Kevin Hart after this.
3: Addy! Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill?
1: Welcome back. This is Goldmines, and we're talking to Candy Burrs. So, Candy, uh, finish. So you said hands down, the '90s was the best
2: time for R&B. Period. Like I have to say that because I mean, even now they sampling all the songs from back then. Mm-hmm. Now, right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously, I still, there are a lot of artists out there that I love to listen to. All I do is listen to Apple Music or some, you know, Sirius or whatever. I'm always listening to all those different playlists that they got going on. So I'm an R&B lover, period. That's that's what I like to listen to. Um, but the 90s, you know, we ran, 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 ran R&B, still do. I mean, it's not it's not a playing. cocky,
1: it's not a cocky statement. It's that's not a cocky statement. It's a very it's a very true statement in regards to what's deemed to be historic music, like R R and B music at that point. I feel was I feel reached like its highest peak, right? Like when you think Mm -hmm. about the groups, when you think about the onslaught of groups Mm -hmm. that all were able to find a through line of success. It was it was like everybody. Everybody understood that there was enough room for for you all, right? And True. and there was this it was a like it was it was some connectivity in it. And and in the the men and the women groups. Now, it's the same if you think about it, and you go back in the day and you start talking about Motown and start talking mm-hmm. about the music back then. Like that era of music was significant. It was different. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing for the nineties. And I think, you know, to yeah. your point. That's why you guys are out and doing these tours and still having successful shows and hearing people the crowd People still want to see and it and old. hear it. Yeah, yes. people
2: still want to hear it. Like, I was just at Tony, Tony, Tony concert the other day, sold out here in Atlanta. And, you know, we were singing every word. And I just think it's so cool that artists from the 90s era or whatever, like, we still selling out big venues, you know? We doing mm-hmm. arenas and still... Having other RBS, this weekend is, you know, my group Escape, BBD, uh 112. You know, it's like all the wow. people that you know, we were rocking with at that time and we still doing it. I love wow. it.
1: Wow. You know, that's a it's the work is not just in the music. The work, of course, is in the relationships. And I think the one thing that doesn't get enough conversation and credibility is the relationship attached to escape right like you know there's a lot of turmoil that's presented itself for a lot of the bands that we love and a lot of them didn't make it through a lot of them fell apart and you know later were able to rekindle reform etc but I, I love the fact that the idea attached to sisterhood real friends this bond that you guys haven't shared is front and center I mean is there well, a level was- of like
2: I keep it one hundred with you, Kevin. Now you know we still having our issues. I mean, we are performing one less person. One of our group members, you know, is not performing with us anymore.
1: Um, yes. so it's but only it's still,
2: three of the four.
1: It's still a group, right? Oh, for sure. Uh, and, and what yeah. what I mean what I mean by that is like the group still in today's time is together under the idea of the name that I associate the group with mm-hmm. from then right now oh, granted, sure. yeah uh, problems will present themselves and things will work out but mm-hmm. if the bulk of it is still true and still there mm-hmm. then it's still a group I mean Destiny's Child is not what Destiny's Child was of, <laughs> of old but <laughs> right. you know when they get together and they do things they're still under the umbrella of Destiny's Child there's still of a, course a, a high level of like sisterhood and relationship attached to that? Like, it's not gonna be perfect, yeah. we all know that, but it's still right. there. Um, mm-hmm. For you guys, is there is there a conversation attached to that? Like one of just realization, like let's hold on. Like, and let's not let problems become big problems for us because we still doing it, we still here, like. Um,
2: I think with us,
1: um, well, you know,
2: we still doing it and we always gonna continue to name Escape, right? Um, mm-hmm. I just, um, I just think like with us, we be having so many different things going on because you know, for one, when you do reality TV, it and yeah. it's like really pulling out all the the things that you probably didn't have to speak about before. That's what really make things go crazy. Yeah. And then plus, yeah. we have two sisters in our group, we have, you know, so you got the family dynamic.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, yeah. so many different things.
1: Yes. Do you feel like the reality? The reality opportunity. Do you feel like it amplified, uh, you know the the now touring opportunity to an extent? I mean, because oh, you
2: said the now touring opportunity. I mean, just you in
1: general, like your your level of relevancy through the years has been consistent. You know, for
2: sure. Um, I my husband always says, um, being on Bravo plat the Bravo platform is the biggest publicity you can never afford. You know what I mean? So like when people <laughs> pay for commercial breaks, like basically yeah. I get a whole hour to show yeah. you everything that I got going on in my life. I get, you get you get to meet my friends, my family, yeah. Yeah. you know? So people really, really get to attach in a way that you can never imagine when you're on a show like, you know, The Real Housewives.
1: I mean, you know, once again, we're talking about something that's lasted, right? We're talking about longevity attached to Candy's name. Uh, This show has been on for a very long time, a very long time. You you have had cameras in your life for a very long time. Did you ever get to a point during the show where you like, you know what? Fuck this. Enough of this shit. I'm, I I, don't want to see another camera. I don't want to see another person. I don't want to do another another episode. I'm done <laughs> with this. Did you ever feel like you got to a breaking point?
2: Yeah, I mean, of course, I've had moments just like, I mean, anybody else where I just was like, you know, this is too much. Mm-hmm. But then somehow I always end up coming through it and just say, you know what, I think I'll still go another route. I mean, Housewives school has been going on, well, Atlanta has been on for 15 seasons. I've been 15. on 14. Yeah, I've been on 14 Jeez. of the 15 seasons. Plus God. I be having, you know, the spin-off shows in between. So for me, that sometimes when I'm doing um shows back to back and I get no break in between, that's when it gets yeah. really stressful.
1: Yeah. That's that's when the, the schedules intense. It's 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 another level past intense. Absolutely. But what I love what I love about you though is that, you know, you really have seized the moment any opportunity that the reality show presented because to your point earlier where you're like, you know, the promo is promo above and beyond and Mm. your entrepreneurial sense that has kicked in. Like you're talking about 14 years on television. Well, during that time, the development of the business mind and the business world, well, that shit started to really flourish. So your world of of product, I mean, when you talk about um the business, what's what is it called? It's the um the bedroom candy. Bedroom right? candy and, and yes, what is it? What's which, which one is your uh the the sex toy business? What what is it called? Bedroom it? candy. It's candy. Candy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There it is. Well, look, don't make me seem like I'm a pervert and I'm Googling everything because I knew about it. Uh, first <laughs> name. Okay. All right. Just you leave me <laughs> alone. Everybody knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> you leave me alone. Um, but I like how you're using these platforms to elevate everything else that you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Where did the concept come from for you to start that? Like like how how did that come about? That's what I'm curious about.
2: Well, I was doing, um, I had started doing this online um, talk show before podcasts or any of that was popular. I was doing Candy Coated Nights. I started doing it on, um, I forgot what that uh, live platform that a lot of people was on. And um, I had got like a big following for Candy Coated Nights, which was a talk show where me and my friends would talk about sex and relationships. So I started feeling like, okay, I need to have some type of product or something that goes along with what we're saying. And my friend was like, maybe you should do a sex toy. And, you know, I was a girl who definitely believed that you got to have at least one or two at home. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I was like, you know, I definitely think that's right up my alley. But I (laughs) I, I didn't realize at the time that it was so taboo. In our community, um, to kind of like, for not to be like, I wasn't in the porn business or anything. You know, I was just a regular mm-hmm. woman, a mom, a friend, a businesswoman, or whatever, mm-hmm. who decided to have an adult product line. And as a black woman, that was not like kind of unheard of, because you know, in our community, talking about sex publicly—that's like not a thing. It used to be mm-hmm. not a thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody used to be so hush hush about it. So I guess in Yo, now a it's way, it's different.
1: Now you got. You got a woman singing my pussy right. my booty hole brown. I think it's little different now.
2: Right? Well, yeah, music has always yeah. been edgy, yeah. but not it's necessarily, um, you know, us having our own sex toys, basically. Yeah, the door, so, the door
1: is open to the conversation, but I get it, Go right?
2: Ahead. I think I kind of yeah. kicked the door in and um, it in. really promoted the sex positivity amongst us, you know, <laughs> um, and yeah, and it just really took off. And not only did I. Um, do the toy line, I ended up making a um, bedroom candy boutique consultant company. So we have like, you know, the tier marketing company where you have the consultants who sell your products. We have like Mm -hmm. 5,000 consultants across the country right now who basically they do in-home parties or now because of after COVID, they do online parties sometimes and they sell the products. So now I have more than just, you know, adult toys. I also have bath and body products. Anything you can think or name of, we, you know, we kind of sailed through Bedroom Candy.
1: How did you, how did you expand so much though in that, in that, uh, in that business? Like where, where did you get the guidance from? Because I mean, look, just the idea of making a toy. Okay. Okay. Great. How did you figure out who to go to? How did you figure well, out that they were the right people to use or the right people to go right. with? Like wh- okay, what were your so, steps?
2: Right. Okay. So the first part of it was when I first decided I wanted to do toys I had to find somebody to help me produce the product, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think I had mentioned it on like a reunion, my first reunion or something, that I wanted to have a sex toy line. So it was like all kind of companies like reaching out to me, just wanting me to be the face of, you know what I mean? And they give you a percentage of it. And But then I was like, no, nah, I didn't really want to do that. So I actually found a company. They were a smaller company at the time. They were called Oh My Bod, and they had a toy that vibrated to music. So I was like, oh, that's cool because I'm in the music industry. I was like, let Mm -hmm. me reach out to them to see if they can help me develop my product. And they weren't trying to, you know, do what the other people do, you know, when they just pay me to show my face. They were like, no, like we can't even afford to do that if we wanted to. But if you want to be partners, 50-50 partners, you know, we can, you know, do the part of Helping you figure out how to develop the product, we come up with our own products to sell. They were like, and we just be partners in it, 50, 50. And I nice. said yes. I mean, it it was somebody else that was trying to offer me a couple hundred thousand dollars just to say, oh yeah, here's this toy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I said yeah, no. Nah, the I face.
3: Yeah, yeah be I was like, face, no, you keep business. your money,
2: and I'm gonna mm-hmm. gamble on me. And so that's what mm-hmm. I did. I just gambled on me. Um, the first product we developed within a couple of months, we had it already, um, a mock mock-up of the product. So before the show even aired of us discussing it, because that's one thing I'm very clear on. I always want people to know me as a person that if I say I'm going to do something, I can do it. It's a, I'm a woman of mm-hmm. my word. You can, I'm a dependable person. I'm a Taurus. You're a finisher. So, yeah, I'm a finisher. So a
0: finisher.
2: if you hear me talk about something on the show I want it to already be done before we're finished filming, not before wow. it airs, but before we're finished filming so yeah. that you can actually see it come together. So we were able to get um, it, you know, the product, you know, made and so many done before we even finished filming. I did the party, you know, I invested in all of that stuff so it could be seen on the show so when it aired we were able to drop in and every every dime that we had put into the product which you have to put a substantial amount in your you know beginning of opening a business um we had made all our money back within a month wow so then um (laughs) thanks so we went from just deciding at first we were only going to do like a couple of products together and then we decided we wanted to continue it on so from that i was talking to my business partner and i was like hey you know I would really love to have one of those in-home party businesses, you know, where the you know women show up to your house with the products or whatever. And, and then did
1: you did you have mm-hmm. to like like were you were you your own like uh, basically like focus group or test? Like to know that this would work, to know that you would get a response. Yeah. Did you host like your girlfriends and stuff to come over well, and get the with, energy? Our,
2: <laughs> with our products? I used to call myself I'm the master. Masturbator Tester, like
1: master. I love it. Masturbator yes. Tester. By, but so by yes. the way, you're your, you're your biggest marketing campaign. You're your, right. like the through line, the through line of people understanding the product and understanding it at the highest level comes from the energy that you put behind it. I get it. Right. I, yeah. I love it. So, so you had, you had a couple of like the house things and was like, okay, this is also a business. I want to expand on this mm-hmm. business as well.
2: Well, I knew those products worked. And it wasn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't test out doing a home party first. I just wanted to figure out the process. So basically, um, there are companies that will, um, you know, consulting companies who do tier mark marketing. They show you how to set up the companies, you know, all of that. So we basically hired this company that we had to just sit on multiple calls and stuff as them to talk for them to talk us through how to properly set up a tier marketing business mm-hmm. so from there we set it up you know made sure it was set up properly and then got the obviously you have to put a lot into your systems as far as your your website and all that type of stuff mm-hmm. you can't get the basic website that's what mm-hmm. a lot of people do you don't you need, spend, not even you spend some money yeah yes. we had to do that spend some so, money Once we did that, um, we opened up our doors and I think we had like, um, you know, reached out to the people. Of course, me, I'm my best marketer, similar to you. Um, And then we had so many people to sign up. So um, our original uh, group of consultants, um, I think we had like one to to 300. And from there it just grew and grew and grew. So some of these people have million dollar teams Um, Where their team, you know, is annually able to sell a million dollars in product. And so it's, you know, it's been a really good thing, not just for us, but for our consultants as well, because they're getting like 40 percent of, you know. So for me, it's always important, you know, to help other women become successful as well. And this was a way to be able to do that
1: uh love the energy let's take a quick pause guys we're gonna go to commercial break we'll be right back with more gold mines after this
0: hi it's stephen colbert
3: Addy. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill for me? That's right. The little pink pill. And it's called Addy, A-D-D-Y-I, or flibanserin. Learn more about the little pink pill at addyi.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at adi.com slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addi, the FDA-approved little pink pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addi is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addie there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addie. Learn more at addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I I.com. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just
0: $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We return to Gold Mines, hosted by Kevin Hart.
1: Well, you're you're talking about highlighting the partnerships, right? Like it's not, it's not just about you. It's about the people that you chose to be in business with. And I think it's Mm -hmm. dope when you guys are finding synergy and winning together. Here's here's the big question, right? So it expands, it's growing, business is booming. Um, You know, at this point, is there is there more like in in the future um, for you in this in this space of business? Like, what mm-hmm. what more do you want to do? What are the what are the big goals for you here?
2: Well, um, now, okay, so obviously, business. You know, business is changing, right? So Mm -hmm. anytime you have these type of companies, things are changing. People are changing their way of doing business. But my goal now is to try to figure out the best way or um, to set it up for us to be able to sell our products worldwide. Because right now we've only been selling here in the States. And Mm -hmm. we've had so many people who wanted to purchase our products in other countries because they see it on the show. So mm-hmm. it's a demand for our product everywhere else. But because of shipping costs and all these other things, warehouse space and see if, see how we would be able to warehouse it in other places, we had never um, really figured it out. But now I think I've kind of figured out an opportunity for us to be able to make that happen.
1: Got to go over that water. You got to go over that water and meet the same version of the people that you met here. Like in other words, go over there, there's companies internationally where you can basically extend and attach and find a through line to your international waters. Mm-hmm. Like it's, hey, this person over here, if I go over there and meet the same type of entity or company that I can align with, we already mm-hmm. have the product, we already have the plug and play, and you know, a third in the third. And then you go and you meet the other partner that can act as your distribution pipeline. And the same thing. Right. All you do, you just gotta go over there and figure out what what teams, what companies exist um, that you will wanna align with. I'm I'm so intrigued. By these type of conversations, because I love I love people that, to your point earlier, don't just think about the idea, but really work hard to finish the idea. And as we're talking about finishing the idea, um, you found success here, finished this. And then you started another venture Then you went and, and said, All right, I'm going to start something. And I'm getting in the restaurant business. Uh, why? What was the what was the reason to jump behind that?
2: Well, honestly, my husband was the one who really came up with the idea to go forward with that. Like, okay, so my I got, I got a big family. I got a you huge family. You so
1: Atlanta. You saw my husband.
2: I am, In, I am right so right. ATL. I'm definitely yes, ATL sing, all day.
1: You sing the word husband. My husband. My husband. <laughs> that's, that's how you say it. That's funny. Um, so yeah, your husband. Go. I get it. Yeah. Big
2: family, so Todd. So Todd. He was the one who was <laughs> saying that um, – that we should do a like go ahead and do a restaurant because my family that's the way we do. Yeah, like these big family bands. We cook big, we do all of that. So he's You're like Maybe. are you
1: are you personally a cooker? You throw down yourself? Yes,
2: I can cook.
1: Okay. Yeah. Right, you about but, to say uh, it like that? Like matter of fact, like I'm wrong for asking. Yes. Nah, I'm like, you, you know,
2: yes. it is what it is. I know how to yes, do Yes, dumbass. Do it.
1: You just looked at me to say dumbass. I saw it in your face. I, yeah, do, dumbass. Not. I do not. I did not.
2: I my skills are there. How about that?
1: Okay. No, right.
2: um, so no, but on my on the sh- on Housewives, people have always seen my mom and my aunts, and people they make people laugh. They got a million memes of them, but people call okay. them the old lady gang because my friend called okay. them that on the show one time. So. We decided to do a show that, I mean, not a show, a restaurant that was based about around the family or them mm-hmm. as the monarchs are the family. And, um, and you know, just, you know, make it around Southern cuisine. And, and this is just you
1: and your husband, and it's just like a, a random thought that you said, you know what, fuck it, let's let's really yeah. do it.
2: Yeah. Let's really do it, Like, which said is scary. It. I said,
1: it's yeah. scary because the restaurant business, like that's a, That's a scary business. You know, a lot of restaurants. It is the
2: hardest business. It is. That's what I've learned. (laughs) It's the toughest of all the businesses that I've ever been a part of, to be clear. But it has been great for us because Old Lady Gang, that's the name of our restaurant brand, um, it it just really, really took off. And it's really like a destination spot for a lot of people when tourists come to Atlanta. So um, the food is good. It's fun. You get to see people from the show, you know, because they all go up there. And, you know, so pe- if people feel like, you know, people feel like they could get to connect with us when they come through there, you
1: know? Well, you now, I mean, look, you're you're talking. I like to go full circle with things, right? And uh, we started off by talking about 30 years, the 30-year anniversary of being in the music. And I then tossed it to it being evergreen. That's, a, that's an evergreen moment, having music that will last. And now you're talking about, you know, your world of product that you've created and the hope is that these products last. And now you're talking about the international extension so your products can reach the world and it can mm-hmm. last. Now you're talking about your restaurant and this restaurant is in Atlanta, but you're talking about a, 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 a staple, right? You're talking about a location that people are identifying with something dope That can possibly be historic. You, Candy, are positioning yourself to be a conversation attached to longevity and evergreen success. And that's that's my dream. That's fucking great. That's that's my dream.
2: Like, seriously. It's your
1: reality. Yeah.
2: I think anybody who started off, you know, especially, you know, start off young in the industry, it's like, you never wanna be that fly by night success, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I think the the biggest achievements a lot of people can achieve is to have longevity in a business, you know? Because mm-hmm. so many people start off doing something, they be, they be hot for a year, two years, or the business may do well for a couple of years, and then you never hear from it again. And so for me, it's always this thing of, Well, how do I maintain this? How do I keep it going? What's, you know, how do we keep reinventing ourselves to stay connected to the people? Because you never want to get too much to, you know, a a point of success where you are, you know, you don't connect to people anymore. So you got to find like that perfect balance of, you know, I'm connected to the people and at the same time, they respect me. At the same time, they want to support me. You know, it's like, how do you keep that? Violence for the long term, you
1: know? I just love your reason. I love your rhyme, your reason. I'm serious. Oh, thank you. Like you see, like this this conversation is one where I'm heavily just engaged, but I'm curious. Like I'm it's it's one where I'm asking real questions, not just for my fan base that's listening, but also for me. I, I love the story. I love the ground up build. Um and even within the show, 14 seasons. Like that shit is incredible. You know you're, Candy,
2: you're you know, you're talking about 10 years,
1: about 11, 12 years now. Barron That's been going insane. What's what else? What else do you want to do? Is there a book in the future, a story in the future? Like what? What else is there that you want to do?
2: I want to be EGOT status. And I know everybody. Holy shit. That, I, everybody says that. But I'm really gunning for it. For real. <laughs>
1: That's my, um, I love goals.
2: Well, I already have a Grammy, and Mm -hmm. um, I just this past season I had an Emmy and a Tony nomination. Did Mm -hmm. not get them, but to Mm -hmm. me it was like reassurance to myself that that it's real for me. Because you know how when you meet other people and you meet and you say that and they be looking at you like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, okay, whatever. But when that happened, that was like a real thing to be able to say, wow, if, if these two things, if, if I would have been able to, you know, grab both of those when I was nominated, I would have had three out of the four and mm-hmm. that's not like an easy thing to do. You know what I mean? No. Um,
1: you want to know who looks at you and says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People, I- that hate you. <laughs> people, people that do, they believe whatever people that do say. There's no doubt that comes from the mind of a doer
0: because is doers true. do. So when do you say it to me, it. I'm
1: like, that's dope as shit. Go get it. Yeah. There's not a, I'm not bumped by it. Now, granted, you're looking at somebody that has three people choice awards and two kids choice, kids choice awards and okay. a couple of celebrity game MVPs. And I, you know, <laughs> I got a, I think I got a spike, a spike, uh, Spike Award.
2: Oh, you killing
1: uh, not, it? Yeah, not really sure what that was for. Um, and I also got this award. I don't know <laughs> if it was an award or not, but this guy just gave it to me on the street. And he was like, I like you. So, oh, when well, you killing I'm it. I'm classifying that or something. Are you uh, killing it. You know, outside of that, I haven't gotten much. <laughs> I haven't gotten Dude, other. you got a lot.
2: Don't even try it. You got no, all kind of I stuff got, going
1: on. I got some awards. I, I, I would say the the idea of an EGOT is so phenomenal It's so big. Um, You know, like you gotta actually know that you can get close. And if you get an inklet, an inklet of a feeling that attaches you to close proximity and it's doable and you got that. You got that. Like you said, you could have had three out the four who has it is Whoopi, Jennifer Hudson. They, they have it, right?
2: Um, I believe Whoopi, Whoopi has one in Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson. Hudson. Um, yeah, Jennifer Hudson, she achieved hers, I believe, was it last year? Um, and John Legend has one now. Wow. Yes. Wow. Um, but there's not that many no, people many. overall. It's, and there are obviously even less Black people who have achieved it. Um, I think it's less than 20 people who have, and he got. Look at you. Look at you stat it up. How
1: you know all this stuff? Because you when you people want that got a something, of... <laughs> no, it's <laughs> when you want
2: something, you research it, right? You look it up. You try <laughs> to make, because it, it gives you the people to like, look at and, and give you like a goal to reach. Like I always do <laughs> that. Anything I want to do, I start, I look up the people who've done it already. I start looking at their journey to that point. See how long it took them <laughs> to get there. So for me, I'm like, OK, yeah, it may take a long time, but as long as I keep going, it's it's doable.
1: I love it. I love it. I really I really, really do. Like uh, I love the way you think. I like that your background and resume, it it backs up the world of understanding to what you're saying. Like this stuff is not far fetched and it won't be. And when you do do it, just know I'm going to be the guy from afar going. She told me she was going to do that shit. I talked to Candy. She said she was going to do it and she did it. She well, did
2: thank it. Thank That's
1: what I'm going to give you.
2: I think for even for people who don't even quite have the resume yet to back things up, because I've been saying I wanted EGOT before I even started producing Broadway shows, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. before, I'm sure a lot of people was like looking at me crazy then. But now here I am. I'm on my third show that's going to Broadway, that I'll be a producer on. One already, Mm -hmm. you know, earning a a Tony nomination. So it's just like, you gotta believe it when other people don't even see it.
1: When they don't see it, yeah. Yeah, I'm a lot. You know, we're talking about you and all, I guess you say all aspects that are attached to you. I cannot skip by your writing ability. An amazing writing career attached to some unbelievable success that you have had. Success that some people may not know. And there's one bomb that I want to drop right now Uh-oh. that I found out about. That's a big bomb. This is a big bomb people. Is that you wrote no scrubs by TLC. Is this true? <laughs> yeah. I think a is, lot of
2: people. Is know this that true?
1: Matter.
2: Yes, I did.
1: I didn't know that.
2: Oh, wow. I didn't know yeah.
1: that. Now, now I'm glad that I now know it because I want to talk to you about the reason behind this song that was meant to destroy men. Let's get to the bottom level. What the hell are you going through at this time? Where it, you felt it was inspired? Scrubs by, should be highlighted. Yeah, it was impi- inspired
2: what, by a past relationship.
1: Yeah, what what nigga pissed you off to the point where you said, "You know what? Give me my pen in the pad. Give what? me my goddamn pen in the pad." Because I got simple, something.
2: Symbol. He was. He had been cheating. <laughs> But he was like at the time he was driving my car, hanging out him and his boys or whatever. So I was just sitting there like, you you know, yeah. I had I had I actually had um I used to have this like notepad that I would write concepts down or titles Mm -hmm. that I liked. So Scrubs was in my notepad, and I knew I wanted to write it one day. I I knew I wanted to write a song about a scrub, right? Because that was at the time. It wasn't like a nationally known term. Like it was, some people used it in high school for to <laughs> describe underclassmen. But me and my homegirls used to say it when we would talk about guys that went hitting on that. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I had that in my notepad. And so Tiny and I, we were trying to work on this duo project because our group x was having some issues.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and we met Shakespeare and he played us some track songs he had and I was like, hey, I like that, that beat. I said, but I can write a better song to it. Do you mind giving me that track? And he looked at me and was like, I mean, if you, you think you could write a better Did one than this? Some. Okay. So he Did gave me some. the track. <laughs> he gave me the track and I was, I love riding in the car, listening to music. So I was in the car with one of my homegirls who was dating the brother of the other guy. And, um, we were talking trash about the two guys. And I just started freestyling the first verse on into the hook. I just freestyled it. And I was like, oh, this is actually kind of dope. So I took it back the time and I, I was like,
1: No scrub, scrub, <laughs> this a bitch. It
2: scrub yeah. is a guy that thinks he's flying. Yeah. You know, yeah. that part, I was just freestyling down the highway and, um,
1: I told I just, it's said, his broke ass. Yeah, this is you know this is hey. a really yeah, yeah this The is original a,
2: line was so really his bad ass" originally, but we changed it to broke
1: ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just love I love the idea of a man pissing you off and you grabbing a pen in the pad and going, you know what you know what, let me jot this shit down. I what's, used to do that all the time. Well.
2: Like, I can go back through a lot of old songs that I wrote and think about, remember who I was talking about at the time and be like, oh, this one was inspired by this person, this was inspired by that person, you know. like
1: that. Do you have any songs that were written uh, that never made it over the hump that you're like, this one here still is close to my heart? Are there any, like, near and dear pieces that never oh, yeah. really made it or or grab but you're like you yeah you just hold on and you still cherish
2: yeah um my brother passed away when i was um 15 mm-hmm. and so i had this song called easier peace. yeah i had this song mm-hmm. called easier that i wrote and um me and faith evans actually sang it together on my first solo album and um, the song, obviously, it never became a single. It never was, a, but I absolutely love that song. And I recently put my brother' birthday it was October fourth, and I recently, you know, put the song around the picture that I posted of him. Oh my god! And everybody was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, you need to release that song!" And I'm like, "That song is so old." Oh
1: yeah. my god, I I love. I don't know. I just I get I'm not sappy. I'm not gonna get mushy, but I like that. I like the. I like the fact that, like in that moment, like his birthday just passed and the song came back up, and that's without me even knowing it. See, that's the universe. That's how the universe works. The universe works in mysterious ways, and sometimes the energy just aligns with what it's supposed to be. And that question with the song aligned to like a dope moment. And for those who aren't aware, now go look at the posts.
0: Go look at the posts. and <laughs> yes, get a little October heartfelt 4th. moment
1: too. Yeah, October 4th, because I I got one as well. Candy, you know, in having these conversations, I got to be honest with you, I really do enjoy them all, right? And the reason why is because I get to have real dialogue, and there's no program to it. There's no plan behind it. I don't call you and prep you with questions, and you don't ask me what I'm going to talk about. It's just comfortable. It's comfortable because I have your best interest at hand. Cause I really want to know about you and I want to celebrate you while getting to know the stuff that I got to know. In this case, what well, is this dope? Because I feel like my listeners, I want to walk away with a better understanding of who you are and what you are and possibly what they had. Right. And well, outside, outside of the reality show, there's so much more to you. Um, and the drive that's attached to you is the part that I was most curious about. Like, what's the what's the fuel, what's the what's the gas that you're putting in that tank? Like, because whatever it is is working, and I love what you're doing, and I hope I hope that you continue. I hope that you thrive and strive for more because it's in arm's reach. And today, I'm putting it in the air that you will get your egot. You will get it.
2: Speak it into my life.
1: You will, you will get it simply, simply because you want it. Here's what I'm asking for before we finish. Mm -hmm. Free food at your, at your place. Uh, Okay. Okay. And I, and, and you tell the old lady gang that that I'm coming there and I want, I want the correct treatment. Okay. Okay. I want want the red carpet laid out and I want a nice table and I want the best of the best. I want to fall asleep at the table after I eat. Okay. Okay. Uh, Got it. The other thing um in case in case my metabolism and my hormones and stuff slow down you tell me the toy to get for my wife so she ah. you know so she can be okay just in case because my you know i hurt my hip and i tore my lower abdomen oh my, lord doctor so yes yeah, so my that. pelvis ain't what it used to be mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm yeah i don't know if i'm able to give the same
2: you better put that mouth the word uh,
1: Yeah, I gotta do something. I may have to do something. Just point me in the right direction. Send me, send me a box, right? I can send you a box for sure. Send me a box and just you know put like uh, the gold stars on the stuff that I that I need to put to use right away. Okay. Gotcha. And and lastly, the last thing that I would say is when I pop up at a show, don't laugh when you realize how much of a fan I really am. I'm not going to be playing. I am going to sing possibly every word. <laughs> I will know every song because you and Escape, uh, you guys were very impactful on the little young life of Kevin Hart. Aww, Music played thank you. a significant part um, into my young life, and I had a lot of those cassette tapes. Uh, what's the one where you guys had on the 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 black? It was like the white background. Off the hook. You guys had on the black with the Off, ball hanging. The fucking up, uh, man. Man, yes. off the hook, that album right there. Definitely <laughs> one of my favorite. Well, and Candy, this conversation is going into my top, so this is one of my favorite as well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Wait, gold hold hard. on, I got one thing to oh, say God. to you.
2: If you I are available, I need you to come see The Wiz, well, whenever we come. The, the Wiz is coming to about? LA. I'm producing The Wiz on Broadway. I
1: know, like, what do you mean, if I'm available? Like, yes. Oh, okay. Easy.
2: Yes, I will. That's not even dumb.
1: a that's not even a bad thing. Yes, I take my daughter. Like we love it. Yes. We love plays. We love shows, and we love the support. So, what do you mean? Yes, 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 yes. When are you, are you guys coming to LA? Are you staying? Like, we actually are,
2: are coming to LA. Um, really? I believe, yeah, I believe in January we will be. Coming I'm to there. January,
1: February. Mm-hmm. Done. You awesome. have my word. Done. I'm dead ass. Okay. Done. 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 I'm Thank there. You. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is gold mines. You know what we do here. We get inside the minds of amazing people and oh my god, today was no different. Today was no different. Gems were dropped. Little gold nuggets are currently on the floor. Do me a favor. Pick them up. Pick them up, put them in your pocket because it doesn't get better than this. God damn it. Candy, the hyphenate bursts.
2: The hyphenate.
1: The hyphenate. <laughs> the hyphenate. I like Thank you, that. Candy. I appreciate you. I thanks really for do. having me. No, thanks for being had. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Gold Mines with Kevin Hart is a serious XM and LOL radio production. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Eric Eddings, and Eric Weil. With Tastemakers Media, Emil Garner, and Ian McDonald.
1: Addy! Hey,
3: did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill?